What's good, y'all? It's your boy CMJ here, bringing y'all another episode of the Go Talk <laughs> CFL edition. Excuse me, please excuse me. You know, I've been already been smoking. I'm in the car, so uh, you know, I'm getting it in. It's late night. Um, it's just me solo, dolo tonight. You know, but it's cool. You know, I I, I took some notes. I prepared for this episode. Um, you know, I, I got a lot, I got some stuff to get into, really, uh, and I won't even take up too much of you guys' time with this one. Um, I'm going to start with this one because it's really short and simple. Um, first things first, you know, I hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, um, I'm excited that football is back. I'm excited that football is, 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 I mean, it's right here, you guys. It's right here. Like, it's, I mean, it's August already. It's, it's preseason, but it's still lit like I don't care like it's football we, I've been waiting so long we've all been waiting so long um the vaccination thing you know um I would get into, I'm not gonna get into that with this with this episode um I'd rather I'd rather have um a few people to discuss that with because I feel like that's something that should be that should have multiple multiple perspectives um if I'm gonna have that if I'm gonna have that aired you know so, um, with that being said, let me just get into, uh, what I've got set up for this episode tonight. Uh, well, I'll be posting it tomorrow, which is, well, it'll be a Monday. So sometime in the afternoon, this will get posted. Ugh, excuse me. Excuse me. Whew. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I hope you guys enjoy. So anyway, yeah, let me get into it. Um, I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with the obvious one, Aaron Rodgers, is back in Green Bay. Um, Devontae is back in, you know, he's showed up at training camp as well. Um, they're they're going to suit up this year. You know, I mean, listen, a lot of people are saying Green Bay, Green Bay won. A lot of people are saying Aaron Rodgers won, you know, the whole holdout situation. Um, but I think Marshawn Lynch said it best. If they don't win the Super Bowl, everybody, you know, no one wins. And I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. But if, if they don't win the Super Bowl, you all lose. So, uh, so... And I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't. Th- I don't have to dive into that. Dive too much into that. Um, or read too much in between the lines or in, into what he said. That makes a lot of sense, because the ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl. And um, yeah, he's right. But uh, aside from that, what I I person I personally personally believe, if they don't win a Super Bowl, Devontae Adams is out of there. Um, but if they do win a Super Bowl, then that's Green Bay's only chance of getting Devontae to sign an extension there. Because I believe, it is my personal belief that that Aaron Rodgers is going to depart. And even though the Packers will still own his rights after this season, which means that they can te- technically trade him to whoever he, wherever he wants to go. Someone, uh, uh, someone, um... I, I I read that somewhere. I read that in the um. Anyway, yeah, they can still tech they they can still technically trade him to wherever he wants to go, uh, wherever they want they wherever the Green Bay wants to trade him to. That's up to them. They still have the power to do do that after this season, but <clears throat> I had to think about it for a second. And if Aaron Rodgers says, if if agree, let's say Green Bay is in talks with with, you know, uh some a team like Jacksonville or or um Carolina or something. You know, I'm just just I'm just throwing names out there. Let's say they're in talks with teams like that, you know, maybe Chicago or I don't know. 
a lesser team, a team that really isn't competing for a Super Bowl. Let's say that they're talking to a lesser team um, and the report comes out that they're in talks with this team about, you know, trading um, for Aaron Rodgers or trading Aaron Rodgers to one of these teams. He could just say, I'm not going to sign here. I'm not going to play here. I'm not going to. He can just say this is I'm not going to play anywhere but these places. And they won't have a choice but to trade him there because the other teams aren't going to trade for an asset that isn't going to want to play for their team. So that's where I think that so I, I, Aaron Rodgers probably won this. Um, but I don't believe Devontae is going to stay, especially since Aaron Rodgers isn't staying. And if, if and I and I get it, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, is his boy and he probably won't be able to go wherever Aaron Rodgers is going. But he can go to a better situation, especially since he's he's seen and Aaron Rodgers has noted how how the Green Bay Packers organization has treated players on their way out or at the end of their career or towards the end of their career. And you would just think that a receiver like Devontae Adams wouldn't want to want to go through that, you know. You're seeing other players and even your superstar quarterback, probably arguably the greatest quarterback in Green Bay history, saying these things about the organization, about the players that they let go. And the, I mean, he named some some pretty high caliber names, Charles Woodson and, and, and Julius Peppers and, and, and Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. I mean, he named Clay Matthews. He named some players, man, like that, that were pretty important to that organization at the time that they were on the team. And. And so I'm just saying that, yeah, I don't think Devontae is, gonna, is, is feeling it anymore. Like, like Aaron Rodgers ain't feeling it anymore. So Devontae ain't feeling it anymore. That's what I'm thinking. I think he's going to be out of there. Um, <clears throat> so that's my take on the Aaron Rodgers-Green Bay situation. Um, they're in it for this year. I, if, I, if I were to bet money, I'm going to bet money on the Packers to win the Super Bowl. I really am. And, and I'm going to throw this in there because I, I really it, – it's really hard – to repeat in the NFL for the, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the Buccaneers. And on top of that, a lot of people forget that leading up to the Super Bowl last year, they they had just got healthy for the Super Bowl. Like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were questionable. Were, I'm pretty sure they were questionable going into the NFC uh, championship game. And I think Mike Evans or Godwin is one of those guys were questionable going into the divisional round. So, I'm just they they had just got healthy going into the they have to stay healthy this year. And that's a big part of everybody's team of course, you know what I'm saying? Like but health, you know, it's important to retain all 22 of those guys. But getting healthy at the right time really played a big part uh in my opinion in in that in that Super Bowl run. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because the Chiefs, you know, they ended up losing you know, both of their, both of their starting tackles, which obviously played played a big factor and we won't go into that but blah 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 blah. So yeah, um, I think that I, I I would bet money on the Packers winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, it just it kind of feels like I kind of you know if I was going all you know emotion, it kind of feels like it's it's destined. They brought in Randall Cobb, um, which I think is a I mean it's it's a that's that's a really that's really good. Like that was really good. You know, Randall Cobb isn't really you know uh, he 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 Randall Cobb's going to the Hall of Fame. Let's, let's, Randall Cobb's for sure going to the Hall of Fame. 
I, I think he's a Hall of Fame receiver. He's he's really good. Like and him and Aaron Rodgers already have that chemistry with Devontae Adams. You put Aaron, you put Cobb in the slot, Lazard at the two. You you got something. Tanyan at, 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 is a pretty good tight end. You Aaron Jones. I mean, this is a team that is built to win a Super Bowl now. I would bet money on it. Um, but let me let me go ahead and move on. So, um, uh, another quick topic I'm going to get into real quick is. My pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year, it was really tough. It came down to Rashad Bateman and Jalen Waddle, And I excluded, I excluded, I didn't exclude any, I didn't really exclude anyone. But the reason why I didn't have any of the quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks in this, like Lance or Fields or even Lawrence or Zach Wilson is because, in my opinion, they're, each of these quarterbacks are going to have their respective situations uh my, my bad each of these quarterbacks are going to have the growing pains in their respective situations you know uh lance he's got a he's got a he's got a battle for his job uh you know jimmy g is healthy this year well he's healthy now we'll see if he stays healthy but he it, it doesn't look like trey lance is going to start right away um justin fields it doesn't look like he's going to start right away even though i think he should um but who knows? Because we have all the preseason to see if they they'll win the starting job. I'm just speaking on what I see now, and um, like same thing with Mac Jones, you know. But I think Cam Newton is for sure gonna if he stays healthy, he's gonna play the entire season. Um, the thing about Zach Wilson is he plays for the Jets, and so it's more of a, I have to see it to believe it kind of thing. I have faith. I have a really high upside on the Jets this year. I have faith, but I have to see it. So I'm not going to put I wouldn't put money on that. Um, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. It's the Jaguars, just like it's the Jets. It's, I have to see it. And even though they got, you know, LaVisca Chenault and DJ Chark and Travis Etienne and, and uh, you know, James Robinson, they got a solid offense at the skills position. They need to see. Well, I mean, we need to see what's up with that O line and how that defense is going to look. It's just, it's going to, it's going. I think it's going to be harder in Jacksonville than, uh, than I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough. I'm not going to say harder than people think because no one's really, you know, banging on them to really make noise. But excuse me, um, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be easy for for Trevor this year. Um, and that just brings me to Bateman or Waddle because I think Waddle's going to have an immediate impact on the Dolphins. <clears throat> they're going to want to use him as – I think they're going to want to use him as soon as possible, as much as possible, to really get him acclimated into the offense, to get him really in there with Preston and Devontae and that really – and, and as, a, you know, as a gadget player, I think they're going to run run the ball with him as much as pass the ball. I think he's probably if, – if he gets going, he'll probably be to his favorite target. Um He's because he's the fastest receiver on team too, so, um, but it was hard. But I I see the same thing for Bateman. Not the whole you know running the ball or anything. But I what I see in Minnesota possibly happening is that Adam Thielen takes a step back <clears throat> as far as his uh production goes, and I see Bateman coming along just how, just like Justin Jefferson did last year, um. Because I just think they're, I think Justin and Bateman are the, are kind of are really similar uh, similar receivers, uh, and <clears throat> excuse me, gosh, excuse me, I think I think Justin Jefferson and Rashad Bateman are similar you know style receivers, and Adam Thielen, um, he's a good possession receiver, like he's good, he's he's good, he's good old reliable for sure, 
but I think that the Vikings are going to have more three receiver sets. They're, I mean, of course, they're going to run the ball with Cook, of course, but to I think Bateman's going to have an impact. It's just for me, it's a toss up between Bateman or Waddle because both those teams. It, see the Dolphins; they're kind of loaded at receiver. They got they brought in. I believe the Dolphins brought in Will Fuller, if I'm not mistaken, uh, <clears throat> and um, having Preston Williams with Will Fuller and Devontae Parker and Jalen Waddle. That's a loaded receiving core. Um, so, you know, targets might be hard to come by. <clears throat> excuse me, targets might be hard to come by early on for Waddle. If I do say, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, let me see here, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, I'm right, so, yeah, Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, and Jalen Waddle, yeah, that's a lot of mouths to feed, they still got Jakeem Graham, which, you know, I'm not really banking on him to get many touches, but, <clears throat> um, yeah, that's, that's what, like, as far as Miami goes, he might have some, like, early on, he'll have, he'll, he'll probably have some problems getting the touches that we're looking forward to him getting because of the loaded receiving core, the talent that they have. Um, as far as the Vikings go, it's more of a, just a run heavy scheme. Um, along with the fact that it's really just Thielen and Jefferson out there in that run heavy scheme, you know, a lot of, uh, two tight end and, um, you know, two wide receiver sets, um, they do have a, they do run you know some trio here and there some bunch but not often not as much as a lot of other teams i would i'm not going to say i expect that to change this year because they got Bateman i think that just helps their depth but i just have this strange feeling that Rashad Bateman is going to come on strong for the for the Vikings like Justin Jefferson did and that Thielen is going is going to take a step back um, but I, let me move on from that. All right. So let me give you guys my dark horse playoff pick. And now look it, this one took me, this one took me a while to come up with because I looked at a few different, I thought about a few different teams, divisions, um, schedules. I, I was not going to pick a team in the AFC because the AFC is loaded like the, like the Western Conference in the NBA. It's loaded. If I can go down the list, right, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, Browns, Titans. I can throw the Steelers in there. I mean, I just named seven, about what, seven teams, six, seven teams. I'm probably missing one. So there, there's that. I don't really, I, that, for me to pick a Dark Horse playoff, playoff team to come out of there would be really tough. Um, but the NFC... I mean, hey, outside of the Bucks and the Packers, you know, who are you really looking at? A lot of people are p- banking on the Rams. Um, and all biased aside, of course, I don't really see the hype. Um, a lot of people suspect this this defense is going to be number one like it was last year. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the case. But outside of getting Matthew Stafford, they didn't really do much to get better. Um, and I just, I got a strange feeling 
if and y'all can quote me on this if I'm wrong, but there are gonna be some times where that where that Rams defense gets exposed, and I think they're gonna drop to like 15th, somewhere between 10 and 15th this year. We'll see. We will see. But um, yeah, I at first I was gonna pick the Bears, Justin Fields. Um, that defense is still up, you know, up there. You know, it was ranked 14th last year, but it, I think that defense is still is, is still worthy of being in the Super Bowl. I think they're still that's still a Super Bowl caliber defense. Um, but their schedule is kind of tough, and Justin Fields is a rookie, and. I ha- I really have a lot of confidence in him, but I don't have a lot of confidence in the Bears as a whole, like pl- just like play calling and and just overall confidence. So, with that being said, I was gonna pick the Giants, but then I thought about it. You know, NFC East, the Washington Football Team, their defense is. You know, I mean, I was thinking about them too, but. If the Cowboys stay healthy, if they stay healthy, then you could pick any one of those three teams. So, honestly, I just went ahead and picked the San Francisco 49ers. And this is why I picked the San Francisco 49ers. This was not out of fandom. This was just out of out of some some, you know, I, I listen. This is this is this is what this is what this was some logical thinking I went through here. Okay, so I picked this. I picked the Niners because first things first, they're coming. I mean, Nick Bosa is coming back, looking to be healthy. And I know a lot, a lot of teams banking on being healthy. I get that, but let's look at it this way, right? They play in the N- NFC West. The Seahawks didn't get better in the off season. They did not. The Cardinals, I mean, okay. Let me let me do let me let me let me do let me start over. I'm sorry. <clears throat> the Seahawks, they didn't really get that much better in the offseason. They have a suspect offensive line. They're still banking on Russell Wilson to win them games, okay. Which I'm not doubting that that could happen, but oh, overall team, the team overall probably probably isn't as good as the other teams in the in the NFC West. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson puts them on a different level. If if not for him, this would be the this would probably be the worst team in the in the NFC West. On to the Cardinals. The Cardinals. First things first, Chandler Jones, he wanted a new contract. They didn't give that to him. They signed JJ Watt. If they don't get their that thing together with Chandler Jones, who knows if he if he plays this season? That's one. Two. For some strange reason, they don't they don't draft offensive linemen to protect Kyler Murray. And he needs to stay healthy this year too, because he kind of lost some elusivity last year after that hamstring injury. And um you know, it kind of showed in his in his rushing yards per game. Um, you can go back and look if you. Uh, but listen, 
I just don't the, the Cardinals have like they're they're a team that I have to see it to believe it. Okay, I have to see that they're going to be good. You know, I have to like yeah the 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 hop is amazing. Kyler Murray is amazing, but you just gotta see it. Right now, they're like the little brother in the in the division. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, you, if you watch football, you know what I'm saying. Like they're like the little brother in the, in the division. You really don't see them as a threat. Okay, we gotta see it. Um, the Rams. The Rams, where do I even start with the Rams? The thing with the Rams is the Niners and the Rams always have good games. The 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 every time the NFC West matches up with the NFC West in any division in any divisional game, it's a good game. It's a damn good game. But in the for the sake of my argument. The Niners swept the Rams last year, okay? And this was the number one overall defense. The Niners swept the Rams. We went from eighth to overall. We went from, oh my bad, we went from eighth overall with with Nick Bosa the year before to 17th without him last year. So health is, health honestly could be the team's only real concern because Debo Samuel also didn't play a full season last year. George Kittle didn't play a full season last year. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't play a full season last year, even though I'm not, you know, I'm not really high on him, but we got Trey Lance, so you know how that goes. Um, Eric Armstead, I don't believe, play a full te- played a full season. D. Ford didn't play a full season. We had a lot of guys that didn't play a full season that just came off of a Super Bowl run. You can't tell me that, uh, and like I said, all we got to do is stay healthy, like, the chemistry, the chemistry, is is still there, like the team chem because we didn't replace, we really didn't replace anybody. Well, not I'm not saying we didn't replace him. We didn't replace a lot of people. There wasn't a lot of turnover in these past one or two off seasons, you know. So with that being said, the continuity should be there. The we still got Kyle Shanahan, you know what I'm saying? Play caller, the, you know one of the best play callers, in, play callers in the in the league. One of the better defenses in the league that was 17th last year. As long as Nick Bosa stays healthy, we're a top 10 defense. And yes, I'm speaking in, in, in excuse me, as we, because I am a Niners fan. And this is, in, in, and like I said, this is no bias. I'm just giving you all straight facts. Like, don't be surprised if the Niners make it to the conference final. I'm conference finals. <laughs> the, con- the NFC championship game. To, to challenge either the Packers or the Bucks, the, the this team is 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 built is was 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 built was 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 this team was in the Super Bowl is built to go back, just gotta stay healthy because really overall the I, I and I could say this about the Rams too the Rams are are probably on par with the Niners and it's because of Jalen Ramsey and, and Aaron Donald's overall talent. Like, these guys are the best at their position. And that alone offsets, like, the Niners. And I'm just speaking on the defensive side of the ball, not the offensive side, because we could nitpick on the offensive side. Um, but on the defensive side, the Niners don't really have DBs that are noteworthy. Okay? The Rams got Ramsey. The defensive line, you got Donald. Been the best in the league ever since he's been in the, in the league. Let's just be real. 
Nick Bosa, when he he run he won Rookie of the Year. He was he didn't play last year. We gotta see you come back and do that again, okay? We I, I gotta see you come back and do that again. When you were on the field, we were one of the best defenses in the league. So if you come and you really made other players around you better because you even though you didn't, you didn't have the best the highest sack numbers, other players around Nick Bosa, their their sack numbers went up when he played. So with that being said, we need you to create these mismatches and these ti- these you know these timing variables for for our guys. You know we need we need you on the field. Anyway. Uh, um, I'm getting, I'm getting too, I'm getting too much into my fandom. That the the Niners are my dark horse playoff pick. Um, we, like I said, we swept the Rams last year, um, and they're the overall favorites to win the division and 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 challenge the Rams. I mean, challenge the Buccaneers and the Packers. But a lot of a lot of people are sleeping on the Niners. Um, I really don't see anybody else in the NFC that can really do much. Uh, the Bears have put, you know, quarterback issues. The NFC East is is not challenging anybody for a Super Bowl. None of those none of those teams are. I'm sorry, um, because I mean, and I, and I could go into details, but I won't. Actually, I will. Washington football team. Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't winning a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. He's he's pretty good, and you guys have a great team. I'm not gonna lie. You guys have a great team. I have to really give it to you guys. Defense, offense, like the weapons. You guys got it, but you need somebody that's going to win you games, and that's not Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's one. Two, the Giants, same thing. Daniel Jones, highly questionable, turnover machine. You guys need to see somebody that's going to win you games. If he if he can prove, like, and all Daniel Jones honestly has to be is a game manager. Not, no, 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 I take that back. He needs to win you games. He needs to be, like, on some Josh Allen-ish, Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs-ish, because Kenny Galladay is a dog. Feed that man. You got Kadarius Tony, Evan Ingram. You got Saquon Barkley. You cannot mess this up. The Giants should win the division. But I won't go into that right now. And I won't go into I I I won't go into what I think Daniel Jones is going to what what I what I, I listen. I think Daniel Jones is going to have like a Josh Allen kind of year. But I won't go into that. So um. Moving on. So which division is tougher? The NFC West or the AFC North? And honestly, this one was hard. Because, like, uh, let, let's start with the North. Let's start with the AFC North. Um, the Browns have never won the never won the division, even though they beat the Steelers in the playoffs last year. That was lit. The Browns have never won that division. It's been the Ravens Ravens or the Steelers division to lose. Um, as far as the West goes, uh since 2002, the Seahawks have won the division nine times, the Niners four, the Cardinals and the Rams three times. Um, last season, the Rams and the Ravens were number one in two, were the number one in two defenses respectively. The Steelers were ranked third. The Seahawks were 15th. The Niners were 17th. The Browns 21st and the Bengals 22nd. So, and honestly, I didn't pick a division yet. I'm just coming. I'm really winging this. If I really had to choose. Which division was tougher? Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm honestly gonna go with the AFC North. I'm gonna go with the North, and and it's just it's and it's hard because that night that NFC West 
I mean, Jesus, and the Rams, and this, I mean, you got the, think about these names I'm getting ready to drop, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, I mean, Robert Woods, Matthew Stafford, you know, I, oh, that's the Rams, right, I, I, the Seahawks got Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett with DK Metcalf and Jamal Adams on the other side, you know, I, the Cardinals are have Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt and Chandler Murray. I mean Chandler Murray, Chandler Jones. The Niners. I mean, I don't yeah. Fred Warner is arguably the best middle linebacker in the league. Nick Bosa. I mean, you got you got teams in there that have explosive ex, like explosive written all over them. The Rams with Sean McVay, explosive, especially with Matthew Stafford now, that offense is going to elevate. Russell Wilson is a highlight reel upon him, upon, like onto himself, and DK Metcalf, don't even get me started on him. Um, Kyler Murray can, can I mean, bro, do to snatch your ankles. And DeAndre Hopkins does, I mean, I ain't seen him drop a pass in, I don't know, and I don't remember how many seasons. I mean, and I'm not, and I'm not even gassing the Niners like that. But let's not forget, Debo Samuel can't don't just catch the ball. He run with that. He run with that hoe. Okay, Brandon, I you do the same thing. Oh, and I forgot to mention George Kittle is probably the best tight end in the league. Okay, <laughs> it's just not fair. The NFC West is loaded, but the in but the AFC North is tougher. The Steelers and the Ravens. Number two in three defenses, like and and that was not a joke last year. The Steelers were a defense to be reckoned with, and the Ravens, of course. I mean, they play hard nosed. I mean, oh my goodness, two immensely physical teams. Um, it's 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 it was it was a toss up for me to choose, but and then the Browns. Even though they were they were ranked twenty first, they have they had a physicality about physicality about them, especially when Miles Garrett was on the field. That just it just brought this intensity, and you you just kind of feel the Browns coming, and so, and then they they also ran the their, their their offensive scheme was ground and pound. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, those are ground and pounders. Those are North and South uh, running backs. So, it just it just. That that enti- the physicality of that division is why I'm gonna I'm gonna call it tougher, but the NFC West is right it's right there, man. It's right there because I could honestly I, I, if they I mean it, you could really say it don't get any tougher. You gotta it, what you gotta go up against Aaron Donald and Jalen Rams. I mean that Aaron Donald as a quarterback. And, and and listen, the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because on Madden, when you got to play against Aaron Donald, it's not it's not fun. Like you really have to worry about this dude. On even on a video game, the dude is a cheat code. Like that doesn't make any sense. Even if you double him, even if you double him, the dude said you only could have maybe two, maybe three seconds in the pocket. You got to get that thing out of there if you're not mobile. Aaron Donald is a beast. So, 
uh, you know, you have to play him. And then J.J. Watt, I know he needs to be a – if he – J.J. Watt, if, when on the field, is a hall – I mean, is legendary. He J.J. Watt is a, is a monster. And what if you're in a division where you got to play both of them? And yeah, I'm 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 thinking from an I'm speaking from a Niners perspective. Now you're in a division that you got to play both of them. <coughs> you got to see Russell Wilson, and you got to see Kyler Murray. And I mean, it's just a lot. Um, but like I said, like JJ Watt has to stay healthy. Nick Bosa has to stay healthy because you got to worry about Nick Bosa too if he stays healthy. You got to worry about Fred Warner on the other side. Okay, you got to worry about George Kittle. You got to worry about you got to worry about us too. Okay, so. I'm going to pick the AFC North for that one, though. It was hard, but I'm going to pick the North. Um, On to the next topic. The Xavier Howard trade request. So, I was having a discussion. This is is the last topic, too, guys. Last topic, last topic. I was having a discussion with my boy Chuck, and um, he picked some teams which were, were pretty good teams, were interesting. I forget who they who they were. They were different than my teams, but um, Xavier Howard from the Miami Dolphins, he requested a trade um, prior to this season. Uh, well, basically, you know, and I'll give you the story. He led the league in interceptions last year, and this was after the Dolphins had just signed Byron Jones to like a five-year or four-year, five-year, $82 million deal, and um, you know, he had one of his, he had, he had a, a really bad year and Xavier Howard had one of the best years of any corner. So Xavier Howard, uh, he wanted, he, he demanded to have his contracts restructured, excuse me, restructured. And so, uh, the Dolphins, they, you know, they wasn't rocking with that and he requested a trade. Now, he's he's he showed up at minicamp uh, Saturday, but he doesn't. You know, he said when the time comes, he doesn't know if he'll play in the play in the uh, preseason games, which I don't think he should play in any preseason games. But um, but that being said, I I was thinking of well, if he does get traded, where could I see him going? And so, hmm. I had to think about it for a long time, and I I know you guys are tired of hearing me talk about the Chargers, but gosh darn it, they got a little bit of cap space. They got a nice young rookie quarterback, <clears throat> and by and gosh darn it, if Derwin James can stay on the field, Xavier Howard with Derwin James could be the coldest safety corner tandem in the league. Joey Bosa. On the on the line, bringing that heat. Justin Herbert with Rayshon Slater, the new tackle, and Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Shall I say more? This team would be an immediate playoff contender, possibly possibly Super Bowl contender if Justin Herbert continues his his greatness because he had a great season last year. He just needs to prove that he can win those games and not just, you know, throw for big, you know, big yards, big numbers. You know, win those close games. But um Xavier Howard to the Chargers, I think they got the cap space. I think they have they I think they have the assets. 
to make this make this a a, a real deal, a real possibility. Um, but if the Dolphins were, <clears throat> excuse me, if the Dolphins didn't want to trade, you know, within the conference, then I I told my boy maybe the Packers. Because they're all, you know, they're going all in on, you know, on this year, you know, um, they have a little bit of cap space as well. Like I said earlier, it is my personal belief that Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers won't be there next year. You already have one of the premier corners in the league in Jair Alexander. Get him a running mate. Get him a running mate. You have, you know, solid pass rushers. You get two shutdown corners. Oh my goodness! With your and you, you have you would have a defense that could cater to your young rookie quarterback as he develops in his you know, you know into his prime. Also, that would give you a great chance to match up with the Bucks this year. Um, you know, talent for talent. You know, especially because they got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, ball. Yeah. So, um, I can see him going to the Packers. Um, I think they have the assets to make that move happen as well. Um, so those are my two teams for the Xavier Howard trade request, AFC and NFC Chargers and Packers. Um, you guys let me know what you think. I am going to call it a night. I am quite tired. And this was this was solid, you know. I had to get my thoughts out there. Solo Dola episode was cool. Um and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Stay tuned. Peace.